Welcome back, welcome back to another Billionaire Lessons. Today we're cashing in with a very, very special guest. Um, her name is Miss India Sage. India, what's going on? Hey, how are you? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. So, um, giving people some background of why I call India on today is because we met at Delaware State, you know, she was doing spoken word. She was always an impactful person, always, you know, a great energy around her. And she has a platform that I want her to introduce to everybody out there. I know she's um, she has stuff on social media and everything else. But on the Billionaire Lessons, I want her to put, you know, herself out there, let everybody know what's going on, what her motivation is, and for us to really lock in. So, Thank India, you so much for having me. Not, not a problem, not a problem. So let them know who you are. Like, tell us a little about yourself. Well, hello, everyone. My name is India Sage Williams. I am the self-proclaimed motivational journalist. Um, and I started this journey of motivational speaking or what I like to call activational speaking because I find that, you know, you can walk into a room and you can motivate people, right? And they might leave the room and then that might be it. But when you activate somebody, when you wake somebody up into their calling, when you wake somebody up into their purpose, that is when they are able to um, move forward and really fulfill what it is that they were sent on this earth to do. And a lot of people don't, you know, they don't realize that. And so that's my task and my job. And every time I walk into a room or I get into an Uber or I walk into a grocery store, it does not matter. Every time I'm interacting with an individual, you know, I want to be able to wake up that um, beast within them that wants to chase their purpose. And so I started um, really diving in and, and um, solidifying my brand as both a motivational speaker and as a journalist um, after graduation now um, from Delaware State University. Now, when I was at Delaware State, I was, um, my major was mass communications um, and I didn't necessarily go into DSU with that um, major in mind. I thought that I was going to be a criminal justice major. Um, and, you know, we'll get into it later on in the podcast, but I had a really um, traumatic uh, experience and it was kind of my rock bottom that woke me up and started pushing me toward my purpose in life. And I believe what activated me. Um, and I realized like my calling in this world is to use my voice. And so whether it was going to be through writing, whether it was going to be producing, whether it was going to be on camera, somehow, someway, God led my footsteps to the mass comm department. Um, and, you know, like you said, I, I was doing poetry and I was, you know, writing poems. And if I could write poems, then I could write scripts. And right. um, I don't know what made that click for me, but it clicked. <laughs> and um, my love for journalism, my love for telling other people's stories grew more and more. Just like I was storytelling my poems, I was storytelling as a journalist. Um, and that world, like I just completely emerged myself into that world, but I found that there was something that was fake about me. And we don't always come to terms with um, our flaws because we like to, you know, hype ourselves up or, you know, we don't like to acknowledge the things that not are necessarily wrong with us, but the things that we can improve on. And I realized like, I'm so fearless and I'm so, um, I'm so okay with telling everybody else's story, but there was a story of my own that I kept quiet for years and I didn't talk about. And, you know, I tucked away and I acted as if it never happened. And, you know, the things that I went through in my childhood never occurred. And I didn't face those battles and those demons and I could never be my full authentic self until I did that. Mm. And um, 
you know, like I, like when I was in, you know, college, again, I was doing poetry, I was doing journalism, I was also speaking at that time, which is even now looking back again, I had to come to terms with that fake part of me, because how could I be speak, I was speaking to at risk youth at the time, because I was an at risk youth when I was in high school. Um, and so I got into this program, long story short, I became a part of the program. And, you know, they would send us, you know, different parts of the United States, and we would be speaking at different engagements to youth. And, how could I continually, you know, half a word? I don't know if I can cuss on here. Um, <laughs> you could curse. How could I, you know, only tell half of the story, tell all of the glamorous parts, the great parts, how I went from being at risk youth to being, you know, in college and I'm doing this and I'm doing that, but I'm not really talking about the meat and potatoes or what really happened. And I was like, you know what? I have to live in my authentic truth. And that is when um, I really started to listen to speakers like, you know, Lisa Nichols and Zig Ziglar and um, Eric Thomas and these different individuals that really woke me up right. um, and made it okay to live in my truth. And my truth is that I am both a motivational speaker and I am both a journalist. And that is when I started to now I'm developing, I'm diving in and I'm really structuring my brand um, so that when I walk into a room, it's not people asking me what I do. They just know. Right. So let's let's I know um, when we spoke on the phone, we talked about uh, inner will and that power that lies within yourself. So Mm -hmm. what pretty much gave you that? Like we all go through, you know, our trials and tribulations and different circumstances that happen in our lives. So Mm -hmm. how do you find that inner will? What was that motivation? Um, If you don't mind, you know, letting all the listeners here. Absolutely. And, you know, like we had our pre-conversation the other day I was telling you about how you know I realized that tomorrow is not promised and it's such a cliche I don't think most people will understand until you come into a situation where your life is challenged like your tomorrow is that tomorrow that we talk about is challenged and so like I said you know, when we were on the phone, I had an experience in college my freshman year, again, because I didn't deal with a lot of the things that I had dealt with, uh, you know, in my adolescence, because I didn't deal with a lot of things that kind of just occurred before I got to college. Like, you know, a lot of people don't know, like I was homeless in high school, I didn't have X, Y, and Z. And, you know, it was, I got adopted within that same time period. I, you know, I lost the entire foster family. So it was like a lot of things going on that I just did not talk about. I suppressed it. It's not like I had a psychologist or anything. Nobody really knew like, okay, she's suffering them from depression right now. Like, this is a problem. Like, let's talk to her. Like, nobody was talking to me about the things that I went through. And so I thought that the best way to handle that situation was to kill myself. Right. Mm. And so I tried to, you know, I attempted suicide within my dorm room was found by my RA and my roommate. And, you know, I found myself in a situation where when I woke up and when I realized how powerful my life is, I knew that I no longer could live in mediocrity. I no longer could live in inauthenticity. I could no longer live in the spirit of the devil. Like I was brought here by God. Like God gave me life. He gave me a reason to be here. How dare I? try to take my own life how dare I try to take you know the blessings that I'm supposed to give somebody else you know the blessings the opportunities that I'm supposed to give somebody else how dare I do that um and and that inner will you know as a child I always been a person whether I was running track or I was on the debate team or I was on the dance team whenever I put my mind to something and I said this is what I want to do poetry you know and I said this is what I want to do it was all or nothing right? right So when it came to self-help, self-development, self, you know, soul searching, 
when I put the minute that I put my mind to it, that I am now living my life for me and nobody else, it was all or nothing. Mm. So the same rules applied, whether it was in sports or it was it was in help. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, whether it was in sports or it was in self-help. So I had to completely indulge myself in things that were good for me and things that spoke to my soul. And so people say, you know, somebody asked me the other day, is self-will something that you're just born with? Absolutely not. Self-will is something that you can gain. You can gain inner will. And I love this quote that E.T. says. I say it every time I do an interview. He says that he is not phenomenally skilled. He's phenomenally, phenomenally willed. Right. Right. And mm-hmm. so will is something that you most definitely can learn. You don't have to be born with that. That's not a talent. That's not, No, that's something that you just have to be willing to dedicate. You have to just want to do it. And that power to want is what will push you through even when things get hard, even when things get foggy, even when things get, you know, scary. That want is like, yo, I don't care what this monster, this bridge, this problem looks like. Whatever's on the other side of that, that's what I'm trying to get. And that's what I have to get because that's what I want to get. And I'm going to go get it. And so inner will is something that you, you have to train yourself. And one of the things that I did at that time, now it is something that I don't necessarily have to do because I do it unconsciously. Right. And so it's affirmations. That was the first thing that I had to tap into to learn about strengthening my self-will, my self-confidence. Your self-will comes from your confidence within yourself. Mm -hmm. And until you strengthen the confidence within yourself, then how can you be sure about anything that you want or think you can have? You won't. That confidence. So I had to strengthen my confidence. And, and, you know, there's another uh, speaker that talks about how, you know, motivation and motivating yourself, self-confidence. These are things that you have to work on daily. Every day when you wake up in the morning. Yes, yes. So just like we bathe, just like we brush our teeth, just like we get dressed, you have to arm yourself with your affirmations. You have to arm yourself with positivity because if you're just walking out into this world, you don't know what you're going to come across every day. You don't know what's going to be there to break your will. Mm-hmm. So I have to walk out with a shield. And so once I learned what an affirmation was, I'm like, okay, it's not just about saying it. And that's where people, people get confused when they learn about affirmations because they think that, oh, it's just about saying it. No, it's really a mental game. You have to believe it. Mm-hmm. And once you enter into that stage of belief, that's when everything will really start to make sense for you. And so, again, I started doing my affirmations every single day. And it wasn't just – it started off with the just, I'm beautiful, I'm worthy, you know, I deserve to be here. And then it turned into things that were more direct and concrete to whatever it is that I was trying to accomplish within a a period of time. So if it was, you know, I wanted to graduate from college, it was, I'm going to graduate from college on May 12, 20, blah, blah, blah. You see what I'm saying? And so saying that every single day, or I'm going to accomplish whatever, you have to really be specific with what you want. Because if you allow the, if you just say general things into the universe, you're you're only going to get general back. When you say specific things to the universe, that's when, you know, you really start to see things make sense and manifest. Mm -hmm. And, like, this is one thing uh, I said in, like, one of my last podcasts. Um, You got to, like, 
pretty much demand what's going to happen in your life and watch it unfold. You get what I'm yeah. saying? So it's yeah. like, um, if you're going to lose weight, you're going to be healthy and all these other things, you have to put that in your mind. And even my mom will always tell me all the time. So um, I, I tell people that my mom's a, you know, she's a breast cancer survivor. And she yeah. told me she, when she said, when she was on um, that, that bed and doing chemotherapy, she literally, she literally said, I will live. She literally yes. said, I am yes. healed. She literally yes. said all these things. And then yes. years later, she's now, um, my mom's what, about a 20, yeah, she's 20 years in, 20 year mm. breast, breast cancer survivor, because wow. she literally commanded and said, X, Y, Z. So a lot yeah. of times in life, when we go through these struggles, when we go through these fears, you got to understand, like, and say, I am brave. You get what I'm saying? I yeah. am ready. I am ready yes. to take on whatever lies in front of us. Yes, yes. Um, Two of the most powerful words i am because whatever comes after that is what you profess exactly Mm -hmm. yes thank you for that um so you just told us a lot about you know developing um that mindset but what is some motivation and ways to cope with we have something happen to us right so let's Mm -hmm. say we lose a family member we lose a job um we we in a relationship that's not working out and it's like ruining us to a point that's like I don't know which way to turn or which way to go. How do we develop um that motivation in the time of things not going our way? I think it's a couple different things and I'll start with one, which is the most freeing. And again, a lot of cliches that do not make sense until people really experience things in certain ways and that is education is freedom right Mm -hmm. and so when you hear that some people might just think of it as books school oh you know I educate myself myself. education is freedom and it just doesn't mean in the traditional sense educating yourself how to relieve yourself of the things that you are going through you don't have all the answers you don't have all the answers. God is not just going to, the answers are within you to go seek out and find. You're, that's right. how you find the answers, right? So they're around you. You'll be able to find them because it'll, you'll be able to guide yourself to that. But you have to seek that knowledge out in literature, in those, in books, in, you know, blogs that you may read. You know, if you say that you just had a really bad breakup and you don't know how you can bounce back from depression, there are literally thousands and thousands of articles that are out there that can give you different coping skills, different um, mechanisms, um, different things to try and use that are may or may not work for you. You got to find what works for you. So for me to sit here and be like, oh, there's one specific thing for you to do that'll help you. There isn't one specific thing. Mm-hmm. But the first step I would say is yourself and seeking out that knowledge because once you learn once you learn about what it is that you're actually facing so whether if it's a breakup and let's say you know you're very very sad after that breakup and that you might be having depression right so Mm -hmm. you need to understand and learn okay what is depression or let's say you just lost you know your best friend got shot in front of you these are things that kids are really dealing with right in like inner cities and so your best friend gets shot and killed you might be dealing with post-traumatic stress right Right. these are things like you have to go seek that knowledge um but if you're not a sidebar sorry to cut you off but I know you hear the thunder and lightning and everything in the background. So I didn't want it to kind of be an awkward thing for our listeners. There's a crazy thunderstorm in Columbus, but we're going to keep on rocking, keep on going. Um, 
And yeah, my fault, India. But no, had to yeah, let everybody know what's going on. It's it's crazy out here. <laughs> I was wondering what it was. I'm like, well, is he dropping pots and pans? Not at all. It's a it's a thunderstorm. I don't know. God is trying to tell us something right now. But let's let's keep rocking. Um, yes. Um, so let me see where I picked up. Oh, so yeah. So um, let's say you're not a person that you wouldn't have known. You wouldn't have known to educate yourself. Um, which you should you just should if you're hearing this podcast that's the first thing you need to do whatever it is that you're dealing with you can find the answers within books you can find the answers where you're mainly going to find the answers from is within yourself all of these things are just going to be tools that's going to help you lead back to you and what most of these books and these um things are going to tell you is what i'm about to tell you now the next thing that i would suggest is to write it out mm-hmm. I used to be a person that hated, you know, writing it out because I didn't like rereading it back to myself and seeing it because it made me have to come face to face with whatever it is that I was dealing with. But I'm telling you, once you come up against that monster, you are no longer living in fear of the problem or you're no longer living in distress because you're able to you're able to take it on head on and you can conquer whatever it is is trying to defeat you. That's the first thing. Once you just get it out, write it down, write it down, get it out. The next thing is talking about it. Mm -hmm. Be comfortable talking about whatever it is that is hurting you. Now, even with, you know, I don't want to bring your mom, you know, into this key, but, you know, even talking about your mother and when she was dealing with, you know, um, cancer right Right. there could have been a million different things that were running through her head a million different things had she kept a lot of those negative things to herself or had she not had i'm sure she had somebody to talk to about it during this time that was that had to have been emotionally freeing for her i couldn't imagine hearing news like that and just sitting on it and letting just all of the negative thoughts build up and build up and build up and there's and there's no way for me to release that Right. All it does is allow that negativity to continue to grow bigger. Just like positive affirmations manifest, negative affirmations manifest. So mm-hmm. she wasn't sitting there saying, I will live, I will survive, I will be okay. And she was saying, I think I'm I don't think I'm gonna make it. I don't think I can do this. What do you think would have happened? What would have been the outcome? Our bodies respond to what our mind is telling them. Exactly. So you know, definitely writing it out, speaking to someone, um, and again, arming yourself with affirmations and educating yourself. I think that is a solid start. A solid start. Now, depending on how small or big the problem is, you might need to get a little bit, you know, more help or, you know, take some other steps. But I think that would be a solid foundation to start. It's not the easiest thing in the world. It sounds so easy. Oh, just talk about it. Oh, just write it down. But mm-hmm. that sometimes is the hardest thing to do. Exactly. And, I, and it's surrounding yourself around people that can help you in that support yes. as well. You get what I'm saying? Um, if you surround yourself around negativity, that's something that's going to be kind of, you know, put into you. But if you surround yourself around a lot of positivity and people that got all good vibes, that's something that's now going to be put into you as well. So that's a that's a big thing. Like whenever I hear somebody in a situation and they're like, oh, my God, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Oh, I'm so depressed right now. Whatever the case may be, like I understand you for putting your feelings out there and being vulnerable, but also like. Speak some positivity into yourself as well. If I'm trying to help you out, like allow that to be brought into your spirits. Um, 
And that's one thing we got to always make sure that we have a good corner support system of people that's going to keep putting that affirmation into us as well. Self-will is... No, go ahead, India. I'm listening. I'm listening. No, yeah, self-will is important, but you know what I'm saying? But it's also the will of others to kind of help us out and support us. I I definitely agree, you know, and I was just Mm going to concur with that by saying some people, right, misery loves company. Mm -hmm. And some people actually like the way they'll deny it, but they actually like the way that pain feels because they don't have to actually do the work to change it. Mm. The work to change it is sometimes what hinders them. Sometimes it's not even the fear. It's the fact that I actually have to put in effort to change the way that I feel. But instead of doing that, I'd rather just sit and complain because complaining is so much better. Now, if I have people around me that's willing to listen to me complain, we all complaining together. Now we have a community of complainers. We good. Right. Mm-hmm. So in order for you to really get out of that situation that you're in, again, it's not always a physical thing, but it's a mental thing. You have to mentally remove yourself from around people, things that bring you into that space of negativity or that space of depression or that space of anxiety or that space of whatever. You have to mentally remove yourself from that. Facts. And once you decide in your mind that this is no more, this, this is not going to be a part of my life that is when you will start to attract people. Mm-hmm. See, when you're asking for, you know, when you're asking for your life to change, you're asking for your situation to change, you have to open your mouth. And I don't know if you're a spiritual person, but I am. And we all know about the power of the tongue. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? But you could speak life or you could speak death. When you speak, whichever you speak is what you're going to attract. So the minute that you ask the universe, the minute that you ask God, to change your situation, open your heart, your mind, and your life up for new people or the right people to start mm-hmm. surrounding. That's real. Um, that's that's super dope. Uh, one one more thing I kind of want to dive in and ask you is like, um, we look at let's just say our friends around the community and like these different downfalls that's going on when it comes to like mental health, depression, or whatever the case may be. Um, what's some ways that you advise for us? within our generation and to help people out that are going through, um, you know, these mental health issues and like these depression issues that lack that inner will. Um, I think I want to touch on two things with that. Mm -hmm. One is I think our generation, we have not, they scientists have not measured the true effects yet. Mm -hmm. Um, but they are determining that this will be actually a clinical disorder and it's, it's going to come from social media. It's a social media depression. Right. Mm. And so it's caused by us comparing our lives to each other Mm -hmm. and not feeling good enough or adequate because we feel like someone else is living their best life. Although we all know there are people on Instagram that, you know, are just pretending or there's people on Instagram that it's not even pretend. They just want you to see certain parts of your life and they don't want you to see certain other parts. Right. Exactly. Right. And so that's okay too. But what happens is we have, you know, this mindset that, Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not working hard enough. Oh, I don't have that car yet. Oh, I'm not where I'm supposed to be yet. And that actually slowly causes a depression. So I would suggest that, you know, people really start taking time to get offline and get in line with who they really are. Mm, You got to repeat that one more time because I think that's going to be a quotable (laughs) thing. Say it one more time. People have to get offline and get in line with who they really are. Mm -hmm. And so what that means is you got to start getting to know you again. 
right? And taking some time to spend with yourself, taking some time to jot down your goals and your dreams and your aspirations, taking some time to just focus on you, taking some time to just go take a walk, taking some time to start working out, taking some time, whatever it is that makes you happy, just taking the time to go do that and to start rejuvenating, you know, those centers in our minds that, you know, spring off happiness. Right. We neglect that. We've been neglecting those, those, um, those centers and so we need to start activating those again we need to start moving ourselves into more of a happier space because what people don't realize is when you look at some people that have become successful true true people that are truly happy and successful not people that are like hate their lives and their success right looking at people that are truly happy people that truly know themselves they talk about a time period in their lives where they had absolutely nothing but they were the most happiest why Mm -hmm. Because they were grateful for what they had in that moment and at that time. They were grateful for their lives. They were grateful for, you know, just the smallest things. And so it comes down to, again, just being grateful for your life. Just being grateful that you woke up this morning. Because, again, tomorrow's not promised. Being grateful for that and really just taking time out for you. And stop, you know, comparing your start or finish line with somebody else's. We're all on a journey. We're all on this journey. Nobody's journey is better. Everybody's journey is unique to themselves. Mm-hmm. Make it for you. Love your journey. Um, and so, like I said, really taking the time to get to know yourself will be the best thing that you can do because it'll help lead you to your purpose. Stop living your life for other people. Stop doing that because all you're going to do is hit a brick wall. Oh, I went to college because my mom said, oh, I did this because X, Y, and Z said. You got to stop doing that mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, where your life is already written. So wherever you're supposed to lead, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. But you can't do that if you keep trying to live it for everybody else. And I, and I, and I spoke to Temple University. I spoke to the students at Temple University. And I said, it's funny because people... They want to live their lives like everyone else. They want to do the things that everybody else is doing or what everybody else wants them to do. And then they wonder why the blessings that they're supposed to receive aren't, they aren't receiving them because your blessings can't find you. It can't locate you. It don't know where you at because you're not walking in line with your purpose. You have to start walking in line with your purpose. You have to really start to get to know you. Get off the line, get offline, get in line with who you are. Um, Love it. Love it. The second half to what you were asking me, um, um, I think another part of that is to also, this is for not just the individual, but the community around the individual. So let's say there's somebody listening to this and they know somebody that's going through something or, you know, somebody that's dealing with something, whatever. And, it, and I think another thing is for us to be more compassionate as human beings and more loving and spreading more love. And the more love that we're spreading out into this world, the more that people will be able to respond from that and their lives will be better. Your life is going to be better just by making somebody else's life better. And you don't even realize that. Blessings right, you by blessing somebody else. A blessing could just be telling somebody, oh, you look nice today. A blessing could just be telling somebody, you know, keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Bl- you don't and so you have, we have to learn as human beings how to be more compassionate towards each other 
and really start listening. Like, listen to those triggers, trigger words that your friends are saying. Listen to that friend that's always saying, man, I'm so stupid or I'm so this. You got to start listening to these things because people are actually uh, beating themselves down right in front of you. You have to start paying attention to these things so that you can start pouring love back into people. And I think once... As humans, when we get on the same accord of pouring love into each other, that's when this world is going to be a better place. Until we are all moving on the frequency of love, it's always going to be war. It's always going to be crime. It's always going to be problems. Love. Love is the answer. Loving yourself, loving those around you, and loving the life that you live. Thank you so much, India. I know everybody listening to this, they probably shed a tear by now because I know I almost did. <laughs> but for real, it's, it's much appreciated. Um, let people know, number one, you know, where to find you. I know they're going to want to know more information about who you are and what you represent. So what's your different social media handles? I'm on Instagram um, at the India Sage. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash the India Sage. Um, I'm on YouTube at, at building the brand. Um, and then I'm also working on right now, a web series called a seat at the table. Um, and that web series is highlighting, um, minorities that are in media, tech, film, sports, athletic, whatever, whatever it is that you're doing and you are making a name for yourself, a name for yourself, um, in your industry, unapologetically, I'm interviewing these people over, um, lunch or dinner or breakfast at their favorite spots um and, and so this web series is to give these creators these individuals a platform to shine and so they can also follow that which um will be launching i'll be having a screening for it um as well in a private party for it as well for the launch of it i mean just big things to come with that it's, you can follow that at a seat at the table underscore tv dope much appreciated um so once again, thank you for everybody that's been listening. Make sure that you subscribe. Um, one thing that my friends told me that um, it's two separate things. So you have on Apple Podcasts, you will see two billionaire lessons. One is coming straight from the Anchor app, which we're recording on now. So make sure you subscribe to that one and make sure that you also subscribe to my other podcast. They're both labeled Billionaire Lessons on Apple Podcasts. Make sure that you uh, give a good review. Let us know what you think. Um, follow me on Instagram at Billionaire underscore Lifestyle. And always remember, get offline and get in line yes. with yourself. Thank you for everybody for tuning in.